So before we get started, uh, this is entirely your fault, Russ. Um, there is the whole Hey Dougie World Cup song push, um, which is playing as we speak now, and it will be in post anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this is your fault, Russ, that I'm this concerned that the Hey Dougie song, which is it's a play on the stick song, I believe, right? You believe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't follow Hey Dougie yeah. as much as, you know. You do because I don't this have a child. It is the stick song. It is, yeah. Um, and there's a push for it to become the World Cup song, or for England, or just <laughs> just for the World Cup in general. The World Cup, yeah. It would be a good World Cup song. Yeah, it would be, yeah. So yeah, so it's not. It's only about thirty seconds long. Yeah. So when when England sc- score, just start singing it. I think is the way to go. I quite like the idea of the sort of like fifty thousand people in the stadium just going kick, 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 kick. I like it because it's simple kick, kick, and kick. and it's simple and that's what football fans like. Simple <laughs> things, um, <laughs> simple repetitive noises. <laughs> exactly, yeah, definitely. And plus, I don't think the Sheffield Wednesday band could could sing that, so that's good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Hello and welcome to this week's Too Much Time in Our Hands podcast, a podcast that has been a long time coming. That was originally originally thought up to coincide with the release of Solo, which was three weeks ago now, I think. Yeah, but I still haven't yeah. seen it, so there you go. Still, still valid. Yeah, so um, what we've done is, and I think we'll do this every time there's a major franchise, and maybe we should have done Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, although it is the no. first Jurassic Park film and then everything else. <laughs> it, it's, it's almost the order that they came out in. Apart from Jurassic World, mm. one, is, one is it, it, well, let's just do it now. It's Jurassic Park one, Jurassic Park World, Jurassic Park two, Jurassic Park three. Yeah, is there a Jurassic Park four? There's yeah, not. yeah, this, yeah. That's Jurassic World. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom just come out as well, which I think yeah, I is, is better than Jurassic World. Mm. So, but yeah, uh, we're going to rank all the Star Wars films. I didn't Yay! actually mention what we're going to do. Yay! Yay! Uh, we to do this, we have myself. Hello, we have Russ. Hello, hello, and we have Duncan. How are you? I don't know why I didn't ask how you were. Sorry, Russ. Sorry, right, I'm not going to tell you now. Okay, fine then. Don't tell me. I didn't care. That's well, I'm going to ask Russ. Russ, how are you? I'm all right, thanks, mate. Okay. Feeling slightly rejected by someone who shall remain nameless. Is that... Um, okay, well, I think we just move on now. Duncan, how are you? Um, yeah, good. I have been excited about this, so I have ended up lying in bed watching pretty way too many fan films, Star Wars fan films. Have you been watching Star um, Wars porn, Duncan? No, I have not been watching Star Wars porn. Um, and I've got rid of my armchair that I have recorded many a podcast in. And I'm a bit upset. So what are you recording on today? Because I, I am sat in a plastic chair that is from Ikea, sat at my Ikea little table. I mean, it is probably a better setup because I'm not slouched. The laptop isn't perched precariously on anything. And I, can <laughs> I am finding out. Drink. So much about the weird noises from the podcasts in, in from the past. Now, right now, Duncan. Yeah. There's definitely several things where like, that sounds like Duncan's laptop just slid off of an armchair. <laughs> it couldn't possibly be that. And that's why my you used to get my trousers 
uh, a lot of trouser noise from my trousers. Yeah, trouser rustling. Yeah. Um, Dan had the trouser knob on his mixing desk turned right down to zero. It was still definitely getting a bit of trouser. <laughs> there was a hint of trouser on there still. Um, yeah, anyway, let's get back to topic. Star Wars. I mean, it's all right, isn't it? We quite like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's probably out of like the sort of the geeky film things. It's probably our number one, isn't it? It's probably the one we've had the most debate over since we've known each other. And, and me, Russ and Duncan have known each other for a very long time. So, mm-hmm. in a galaxy far, far away. Years or so? hmm? Over 20 years. Yeah. Over 20 years. Yowza, it is over 20 years. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, yeah, we, we've debated this. We went through the ordeal of the prequels together, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now we are enjoying what is kind of just like. It's, it's a nice era to be a Star Wars fan, I think, now. I, when we saw the prequels, yeah. we thought they were all right. We did, and you speak because to... we were it was seventeen. Star Wars. We were seventeen, we and, were you, and you speak to young people, <laughs> and these are the films they grew up on, so they think they're all right as well. Yeah, but there was definitely a big difference between how I felt when I came out of Phantom Menace, which was, oh my god, I've just seen a Star Wars film. I need a double-ended lightsaber, and how I came out of Attack of the Clones, which was. These are all rubbish, aren't they? Mm. So it's um, apart from apart from that twenty percent. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest we play a drinking game, which is every time twenty percent of Attack of the Clones is mentioned, we have to drink. <laughs> um, so what we've done is I've put the our, our rankings from um, too much time on our hands into the gents, gents computer again, the gents ranking computer, um, and worked out exactly what order they should be in. Um, compiled from all of us and terry from theatrical cut as well has been involved in this mm-hmm. and i've also i thought it might be fun to compare it to because we actually had quite a few responses to this one compare it to what everyone else has been saying about the star wars films and the yep. order that they've ranked it in mm-hmm. and see where they've gone wrong basically yeah yeah correcting um, the public yeah yeah exactly you got it in the wrong last, order last week on the firefighting course mm. Which was great fun. He's dropping uh, this in conversations, every single conversation now. Yeah. Every single conversation. Second podcast he's mentioned this on. I'm yeah. giving it 30 yeah. seconds until he's mentioned the word hose. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not going to mention that. But the, there was a guy who's obviously a big Star Wars fan as well because he had a t shirt that was very cool. And I asked him, saying, like, what's your favorite? And I said, look, there is no right answer. But I mean, there is. There's obviously yeah. a right answer. And he gave what. I felt was the right answer, which we'll reveal later on. But I, mean, uh, I felt that ever, I don't think there's much question marks around right the top answers. spot. Yeah, like it's widely considered the best. I didn't have it ranked as my number one. Anyway, yeah, let's get on then. So, what do we think the worst Star Wars film is? But out of all of us, what do we think? Maybe four out of five of us ranks the worst Star Wars <laughs> film. <laughs> so just to be, just to clarify, we're not including Solo in this. I will say, because I've seen Solo, I think it probably slots in between seven and six on this list. Okay, so sort of lower mid-table. Yeah, it's... My quick review on Solo, it's... The script is terrible. Um, It's a bad film. You say the script is terrible. In Star Wars films, that's just par for the course. It's terrible for a Star Wars film. Oh. Yeah. But... 
the cast are really good in it mm-hmm. and everyone's doing their jobs very very well yeah and that's all i'll say it, it's it's an okay film it's not all right yeah mm-hmm. it's not the prequels it's better than the prequels but it's not as good as anything else we've had in cool. my opinion i think i'm gonna get to go and see it next week hmm I've, I've now uh, purchased a Cineworld World Pass, so I'm now going to see every film. I've got this. There's a thing we get at work. You can get mm. an, you can get a cinema ticket for like six pounds. That's crazy. You can get a, it's like through our employee perks thing. So you can get a, you get a code. Yeah. That you can then type into Odeon's website. And you can get a, like one of their premier luxury bitch seats for for that much. That's amazing. It's actually pretty nice. I mean, that's really cool because I mean, it's the Cineworld World Pass is seventeen ninety nine a month. So if I see two films, yeah, it's worth the money. Yeah, I'd, I've always thought, if I ever lived within walking distance of the mm. cinema, I'd definitely get one of those. I mean, I go and see maybe one film every couple of months. It's it's just not worth it. I no. just don't have the time at the moment, but it's something I would, I would definitely look at. Definitely. Anyway, Star Wars films. Uh, so, yeah. number nine then. Any Anyone has a guess at what number, num- what, what number nine? So, I mean, we can narrow it down. This is a Clone prequel. Wars. It's a prequel, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it's the prequel with the most cringeworthy name. Um, you mean Attack of the Clones? Yeah, well, that's definitely what I had last. Yeah, that's what most people had last, mm-hmm. except for me. I had it third from last. Because do you know why? Third from last. Do you know why? That's because of your... Yeah, why, it's, Dan? It's the best of the prequels, that's why. You know you have to include the 20% and the 80% of this film as one thing. I do, and I still say that I come out of Attack of the Clones enjoying that more than, than the, uh, the other two. Now, here's, here's what I'll say. Uh, one of the worst things we've ever done on this podcast was the commentary tracks to the uh, prequels. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the ones that, A, watching them, and B, then listening back, editing them, was the toughest ordeal that I think we've had on this, this podcast that I've been through. So that is the film that includes Anakin whinging about sand. Yeah, which is the famous lines. Yeah. It's uh, everywhere. The... Re like the meeting between him and Padme after all that time has passed, which yeah. is some of the most abysmal acting ever seen. Gets thrown off the fat ass cow. Yeah. On a, she could have had more sexual chemistry with a lump of concrete. And it's gone weird at she that point did. as well. Because the last time she saw him, he was 10. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's basically like. Hey, you last saw me when I was prepubescent. Want yeah. a bang? Yeah, I got pubes now. Let's do this. <laughs> um, I <clears throat> I don't like the film. I like aspects of the film. So is is this the one that came out worst in in the power ranking? Of our power ranking, yes. Mm-hmm. Good. Not in the general public's power ranking, though. Well, the general public are fucking morons, aren't they? <laughs> right. We need to stop this right now. <laughs> Most of them are. <laughs> Um, they had Phantom Menace worse, which is fair enough, I think, because that was my, my least favourite as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit basic, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah. It is, but Clone Wars suddenly went... Phantom Menace... Uh, it had more appealing bits to it, because... It's got some genuinely excellent Anakin, set pieces in it. Which is... Yeah, and it had the best saber fight as well. Yeah, it has. Absolutely. It's got good bits. Mm. What are the good bits from Clones? Uh, the Geonosis fight with all the Jedi, no, like that's... the last stand moment. But that's that's rubbish. If you actually think about that, mm-hmm. 
That is the last stand of the Jedi. Yeah. Hundreds of them yeah. in one place. Yeah. What standout action moments are there in that scene? Uh, Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto smiling. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. There's a few other bits and there bobs. Are, it's rubbish. They just wave a few lightsabers around and then get cut down in droves. Yeah. It's absolutely shockingly shit. I, I, it has an air of tension to it that the rest of the prequels don't have, except for the pod racing scene. What tension? The tension of you going, <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? Who ordered those clones? Why is nobody asking any questions? I am not saying it's not without flaws. Boss, boss, I've just found an army. They say it's ours. Should, should we keep it? Yeah, go for it. I, I can't That's possibly a... see any any potential problems here. <laughs> what a day. You found an army. I found a fiver down the side of the sofa. Yoda's explanation <laughs> about all the... All the stars in this area are being pulled towards this point. That's not how gravity works. Also, it takes children to work out where the planet is. Like, everyone can work out where the planet is except for Obi-Wan Kenobi. But, and I, so he goes to the librarian and she says, you can't delete something from our records. And then the kid goes, someone delete it from the records. Yes. And he goes, oh, all right. Then. Um, a few stereotypes in that film as well. You've got the guy in the diner. Yeah, let's, you know, let's have a 50s diner scene. Yeah. Why not? You've got the club as well. With with a, you, yeah, the diner scene with the sort of the New York waitress mm. robot. You've got a droid that cuts a hole in the glass um, and then instead of just firing a gun through it to kill her. Um, or, or just a massive yeah. bomb. Yeah. So, so many options for killing her there. Yeah. Because there's already been a bomb go off at the start of the film as well. And, you know, it's so we know that there are like battle droids. Yeah. In this universe. So it is quite easy to have a weaponized robot. So if you can just fly up to the window and cut through the glass, then shoot her. Yeah, exactly. Instead of, oh, I've got a couple of weird looking centipedes here. They'll probably get her. (laughs) Probably, yeah. As long as there's no Jedis protecting her. Mm. Of which there's a fair few on that planet. It it is. That moment is a terrible Bond-esque kind of death. It's like, I... Yeah, I'm not just going to shoot you, but I will uh, devise an elaborate way of killing mm. you. It and is such a filler film. And also, she, she's a shapeshifter. So for, surely for no not, reason. Yeah, for no reason whatsoever. Um, so why not? Because she doesn't even use it in the club, does she, really? No. But she could have, like, if you're a shapeshifter, you could probably get up close and personal, I suppose. Also, Django Fett could have probably done it. Yeah, you're right, it's a bollocks film. So also, this... Talking about some really shit bits. This is meant to be us looking for the best bits of this film. Okay, the best. What bits. are the what are the good bits? What is the good eighty percent of clones? I know that it's twenty percent of it. It's good. Um, Kit Fisto for starters. No, but he's not actually good. He's a good. He's good as a character. Yeah. He doesn't do anything good in that film. He does loads of good stuff. What is it? No, he, he doesn't smile and then he dies like a bitch. <laughs> no, he dies like a... Oh, you have changed your tune, right? Okay. Obviously, I know he doesn't die. Yeah. Kit Fisto is only good in the stuff around the films. He's great in the yeah, Clone Wars, yeah, yeah. the, the Gendy Taranovsky, or however you pronounce his name, cartoon. He's amazing in that. Yeah. And he's he's good in, in all, the, all the other shit that's not the film. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Um, I like the flying scene between the asteroids with the um, depth charges. Oh, the sonic. Um, yeah. You can use those in Battlefront 2, and it's fucking brilliant. That does sound awesome. It is, when you kill someone with a, a um, what are they called? 
Sonic, is it Sonic, <coughs> Sonic Destiny, Seismic Charges. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And it makes like the no- everything <laughs> goes silent. Yeah. So like, if you see one being used from far away, you can see like oh. ships getting wiped out because it actually goes out in a sphere. And if, yeah, if you use one, and then you, if you're quick enough, you can like loop round and watch it go off. That's awesome. And everything goes. Or if if someone's using one on you, you get the little bleep 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 bleep, and a little icon comes up, and you go fuck fuck fuck, trying to get away from it. And if you sort of just escape it, you see all the like the blue shit shooting past you. But that's in a game that's not this film. <laughs> Have you seen the um, the big announcement EA made last night about Battlefront Two? They're going to include a, all the Clone Wars stuff. <laughs> so now you're going to be able to play as Obi Wan Kenobi, General Grievous, Count Dooku, or Anakin Skywalker. I thought you could already. No, I think so. No, oh, yeah, apparently, no, apparently no. this is the first time Obi Wan Kenobi's been in a um, in a Battlefront game. So that's not very exciting. But um, okay, other good things about this film. This... Oh dear, something just fell off. Um, that little bit that is okay. It's great. The the, the dogfight between um, mm. Slave One and, and Obi Wan that is quite good. I mean, uh, asteroid fields don't work like that. If no. they're that pa- pa- packed that close together, they collapse into a planet fairly quickly. Okay, but. I mean, we're excusing all the other Star Wars films in terms of asteroid fields, let's be honest. It's not just Star Wars, it's just all films. Yeah. Asteroid fields, you can fly straight through one, no problem at all. It's like one asteroid every million miles or something. The fight between Django Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi on Geonosis. Not Geonosis, it's Kamina, is good as well. Uh, yeah, that's fairly good. That's quite good. Like, most of the Kamino stuff's kind of shit. Except for, I like the aliens... I like Camino itself as an environment. The, the Camino, Caminoans, Caminoans. Yeah. I just always keep thinking, if you hit your head on a door, <laughs> you'll die because your neck will snap instantly. There is that. And how often does Keanu well, like, if you go on, If they go on a roller yeah. coaster, they just come back full of corpses. I like that we saw more of the supporting Jedi cast in this film, which is not it's something that no other Star Wars film has done. But it's all the council, wasn't it? Yeah. But we've not really seen them do anything, and this time we actually saw them do something. Because they're all dead in most of the films. Yeah. But this is... Do something was mainly pontificate on a variety of different shaped chairs. Yeah, and then actually go and... Into an incredibly underwhelming fight scene. We can't talk about Attack of the Clones all night, but I will say I, I like it. I think there is elements... Okay, the love story stuff is Bobbins. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> painful... Yeah, it's really bad. And it, like, does he have some like dirt on her or something? Because there is, she would just be like, Anakin, you're like 15 years younger than me. Yeah. I think you're a prick. Yeah, yeah. And fuck off, you're being a creep. Yeah. And like, it's not like she's not very believable, is it? That that's, it's not. No, she's by far. Also, his arm is rubbish. Yeah. He gets it cut off, and then what is that? My main issue with a lot of the prequels is that all the vessels are better than the subsequent, well, apart from Star Destroyers, which are fucking awesome. Mm. Um, but you see, like, all the fighters are somehow a lot better than an A-Wing or an X-Wing, and they just look so much slicker, and you're like, mm, that doesn't really look like how you would expect it. That, yeah, that I know really... what you mean. It's, it's like... When the effects were that much better, they couldn't sort of deliberately make things look a bit shit. I think that can be explained by the fact that the Rebels don't have any money. 
Yeah, so, I suppose, like, yeah, they're a very well-equipped, brand new, like literally yeah. fresh out the box army, mm. and all their equipment is as well. It's never been used before. Oh, yeah. I Whereas suppose so. I suppose the rebels are like a ragtag, and it's, everything's been shot to shit, what and beaten up, and together, patched yeah. up. So I think that does kind of make sense. Yeah. Um, doesn't explain why TIE fighters are so crap. Excuses, Dan. Hmm? I can't TIE fighters are so crap because the Empire doesn't give a what about their pilots. Yeah. They want cheap. Like they, they just get mass produced by robots. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not expected, and they're they're used in sort of attrition tactics. They're not like tactical fighters. Like no. The X-wing. No, that's true. Um. So yeah, Attack of the Clones number nine. I think. I'm not unhappy about it being the worst rate, the worst film. I think the, the three. Right, his, his eyes twitching a bit. He's really unhappy. About this. <laughs> I think the three <laughs> prequels are seven, eight, and nine. Let's let's just be honest there. Um, and I'm kind of fine with them all being at that point. Uh, so, yep. with that, number eight is the Phantom Menace. Correct. Yeah, I'm cool with this. Um. Phantom Menace, as you we pointed out earlier, does have some cool moments in it. Yeah, so I mean, it is not a good film. No, but it's it good has, because it, has it hasn't got a grown-up, whingy, whinge, mm. fudmucking of Anakin Skywalker. You can swear the on kid is annoying, but yeah. he's nowhere near as bad as Anakin. Older I mean, he's Anakin. still Anakin, <laughs> but it's it, I, I don't know. I, I think the kid's more annoying than. Oh, they're both pretty annoying, aren't they? I mean, it's not the kid's fault. I mean, no. if you're given dialogue that literally includes the line "yippee," yeah, that's right. What the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> so it felt like tone was my biggest issue with Phantom Menace. It didn't know what it wanted to be because throughout some of it, you thought this is a kids' film. The pod racing scene is is, is straight from a kids' film. Mm. Um, the lightsaber fight is straight from um, a slightly more adult Star Wars film. Yeah, like someone gets chopped in half. Also, that is the first lightsaber battle that you've seen that actually looks how you think they should have looked. Yeah. Because it was done... The whole the whole reason that lightsabers moved so slowly in the first one was that the props were really expensive and really fragile. Yeah. So they had to be super, super careful with them. Yeah. And then that's led to all this ret- retconning nonsense about how, oh, actually they're incredibly heavy. Yeah. Or, you're meant, you know, it's sort of a... It's not really in the moves. It's all sort of in the mind, and they're slowing each other down with the force and all this bollocks. Like they, they couldn't move the damn things. Also, it was two old guys wearing unwieldy costumes who didn't really <laughs> give a fuck anyway. Yeah. So th- this that the the lightsaber fights in Menace are the first sort of proper ones that we've seen with proper effects and proper choreography. Because when you when you look at it, like the first time you see them just like deflecting bolts and killing droids with it, yeah, you're re- yeah. like you go back and look at that now. It's nothing, but at the time you're like, holy shit! This like they're using force powers and yeah, you know that goes goes really fast and they jump down from that thing and it's like this is Jedi being cool. Yeah, and like when he puts the lightsaber in the door and it starts heating up the door and stuff like yeah, that. There's some there is some really cool moment and they sort of they build up so they do a little bit of business. Yeah. At the start, and then there's sort of the quick skirmish with Maul. Because because obviously at that point, the trade negotiations, they're just as there to set the scene. Mm. That's the last they're going to mention to the trade negotiations, surely, in that <laughs> film. The rest is just going to be balls to the wall action. 
because um, the trade negotiations have failed. They will not mention them again in that film until about half an hour into it, where that's all they'll bloody talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bit of a bit of a weird framing device. For, yeah, for a um, kids' action adventure. <laughs> um, trade. Guys, I've been reading all this stuff about tax recently, and I think we should bring some of that into the universe. Yeah, exactly. Sure, George, it's your call. <laughs> it's um, and then some some terrible lines. Um, when the communications break down, that can mean only one thing. Invasion. Or low battery. Low battery, uh, low signal. Uh, problem. Yep. Gone behind a hill. Uh, maybe like Hughes a, gone. Yeah. A problem. Maybe they're getting invaded. Who knows? Like, I mean, admittedly, he was right. So, you know, there's that. That's... The other problem is Anakin piloting a Naboo fighter and taking out space station that 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 is bobbins that was even at the time i remember going that sucks yeah there's only so like he's meant to be sort of you know he's got superhumanly fast reflexes and he's innately good with machines and all that sort of stuff but like you literally don't know what buttons do what Mm. He's never flown anything. He's not a pilot. He's, he can drive a pod racer, but he can't fly a spacecraft. Well, he lucks his way through most of it. Like, oops, the canopy shot. Oops, I'm flying. Oops, what's that? Oops, yeah. I killed it. It's probably R2, actually, doing mm. all the work. That's yeah, what maybe what those droids. bleeps are saying is, shut the fuck up, you little runt. I'm doing all this myself. I've mm. locked out your <laughs> controls. You're not doing anything. Sit down and shut up, you little prick. <laughs> I, I yeah, it's no, I mean it's, it's by no means a good film. The pod racing scene's genuinely edge of the seat action though. The pod racing scene is excellent if you cut out all of the reaction shots um, of his mum and friends. Yeah, what, yeah. what are you watching? I've got the uh, Xbox E3 conference on, and Master Chief's helmet's just appeared. <laughs> oh, it's going to be another disappointing Halo game. You shut your mouth. <laughs> when was the last good Halo game? Four. <laughs> Four was good. No, it wasn't. It was. It was all right. Four was good. The last excellent Halo I, game was Halo 3. I, I liked Halo 4. I, I liked Halo 4 as well. Shooting robots is not satisfying. It just never is. I'll give you Did that. You just, the enemies weren't satisfying. They were bloody hard, though. Mm. And it was it was overly long, I thought. And it ended with a really unsatisfying... Like, suddenly I'm flying a spaceship around. That's not what Halo's all about. Last time I mentioned the Xbox conference because oh. we've gone off on a tangent because these films are boring. Um, the music, <laughs> the music in Phantom Menace is great as well. It, it is, is yeah. Yeah. an like, amazing score. John Williams' best score, in my opinion. It's yeah, it's I horrible. agree. Um, <clears throat> Darth Maul was a cool bad guy that died too soon. Didn't get any depth. He could have had so much depth. He's actually a fan, uh, Star Wars fan film. Mm favorite they do try and expand on that mm. and i would say that or when you watch like i have done a lot of fan films and some of them are better than the prequels <laughs> um, and the acting for amateurs is a lot better okay you know you and mcgregor liam neeson pretty good yeah but i mean but, I've, I've curled out shit so it can act better than hayden christian <laughs> does in that film i i um <laughs> I mean, the, the, we live in a modern world where Darth Maul could come back. I suppose the 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 villains are never really given much in the way of depth, apart from no. Vader. Yeah, they're very one dimensional. 
Like even they're the just M- bad. But the whole that's the whole thing, and yeah. it's just goodies versus baddies. You're either yeah, a goodie yeah. or a baddie, and the only one with a bit of complexity is, is Vader. Yeah, I mean, but I'd rather more lived than have Count Dooku in it. Well, he and just pops up out of nowhere with everyone going, "Oh, yes, Count Dooku." Yeah, what? well, who? <laughs> you're right, Dooku. How's it going? Yeah, I um, I'm not a fan. I uh, I like I like aspects of this film, uh, like the next one, number seven. Then on our list, we're rattling through this. Revenge of the Sith. The least shit of the shit ones. The second least shit of the, the shit. The least shit. It is better than clones. I the one thing I like I what, love I What lo- did what did the population think? Did they agree that it's the least shit of the number shit? Number eight ones? was Attack of the Clones. And then number seven was Revenge of the Sith. So we're kind of back in line now. Which makes sense. Um I I love the intro. I think it's a really cool intro when they... The rescue on, yeah. on, the, on the ship. Yeah, love that. I think it's cool. The only thing I don't really like is the almost Top Gun landing of the ship, where it's literally just the bit that they are in that manages to land. Yeah, I, do, like, I think like you, you wouldn't really even be able to land a capital ship like that. As soon no. as you entered a gravity well, it would collapse under its own weight, surely. And by Top Gun, I meant Hot Shots, sorry. The bit where he's just oh, different bits yeah, falling exactly, off his yeah. plane. It's just a cockpit that lands. Exactly. Um, but at that point, also, also, why are there runways for ships that big that never ever land? <laughs> That's a very good point. That happened to be right underneath where they got where they got blown to shit. I also um, at that point, it's really subtle. It's still subtle. It's like just kill him. He, he's the guy who chops your hand off. He's a bad guy. Just just kill him because oh, we're not meant to kill him. Um, and then he kills him. Mm. At that point, you know, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And so at that point, you're thinking, oh, it's going to be a subtle decline. So subtle because he literally goes, I should not have done that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the exposition is terrible kids. there, obviously. But 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 then there's just a point where he goes, do you want Padme to live? Then kill some kids. Yeah. The, <laughs> the opera scene is just so delicious. He's, the <laughs> ridiculous overacting... I mean, overacting by one of them. Yeah, Hayden Christian is not acting; he's just sitting there. But the um, the the Palpatine's ridiculous speech. Like, oh, did you ever hear the tale of Darth? Plagueis. What's his name? Darth Plagueis. Oh no, you wouldn't. It is not a Jedi story. No, I've got some Anakin. Do you want some kiddie porn? That's <laughs> 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 that kind of voice. And and um, here's the thing. What would it have made the film better is if Ian McDermott would have lent just some of his acting to Hayden Christensen. I mean, that that's <laughs> it. Like, Hayden Christensen could almost not be there and you wouldn't yeah. notice in that scene. Because he is so over the top and just fear, like just chewing the scenery mm. and camping it up <laughs> to the max. Was, it's uh, incredible. I would describe it as this. There was nearly no scenery left for Hayden Christensen to hide behind yeah. After Ian McDermott had chewed it to death, basically, it's it's absolutely marvelous. Yeah, he's but I mean, the, it, plot wise, it's fairly ridiculous. Oh yeah. So then you get the scene where um, they they've our worst suspicions have been um, realized. Okay, yeah, but I'm still not going to look remotely bothered about this. <laughs> no, we've kind of known about this for uh, three films, which is set over at least fifteen years. Must be yeah, ten fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and we've always had a, a bad feeling about the guy that's now a uh, dictator of uh, the universe. So um, we, sh- you're right. Maybe he's not a good guy. <laughs> so I, um, the guy that rose from senator to chancellor to emperor in a matter of like two terms, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's when they decide to do something about it. When, when like he goes, he just handed me this, this, this letter that basically this book about the Sith. He doesn't, that's not what happens obviously, but he, he starts talking about the Sith. He, he is, he's a, um, he's a bad person. He's a Sith. He is the Sith master. I figured it out guys. Can I be on the Jedi council? No. Okay. But, uh, we're going to go deal with this now. Who should we take? Well, he's probably really powerful. Let's just take three of us. We'll be fine. <laughs> um, you know, he's he's hidden the whole fact that he's a yeah. force user from Yoda, yeah. um, who is probably the most is the most powerful, oldest amongst us. He probably knows shit. Um, Samuel L. Jackson doesn't have his wallet that says "bad motherfucker" on it, no. so we know he's in trouble. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh my god. We're talking it's, about oh, just so much bobbins. They they suspected all of this the whole time, right? Um and yet Yoda's no. like I'm going to go hang out with the Wookiees for a bit. Hmm. Because well, for no really good reason. I'm just going to go hang out with the Wookiees. They got the best weed. I was going to say that. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Um I bet they have. Maybe it just looks like it will produce some really dank shit. It would be <laughs> That's some dank shit. They they do look like just a bunch of of long haired hippies hanging out, don't they? Yeah, they really do. <laughs> so it, it's almost like he had an inkling this was going to happen. Going, whoa, this is getting real very quickly. What do we think of this emperor guy? Oh, I don't like him very much. Mm. What are you going to do? I'm going to go as far away as possible <laughs> as I can. Yeah, Windu, you deal with this. It'll be fine. You'll be okay. Um, I. Yeah, yes. some questionable decision making. So th- this whole pivotal moment of the trilogy, where like they they've discovered what we all already knew, which was this guy becomes the emperor. Um, and then you've got the bit where Mace Windu's beating him in a fight, yeah. and then Anakin Skywalker steps in. Hey guys, gonna yeah. fuck this one up for you. Yeah, really messes it up. And then he gets a little bit of acting in there bit of inner turmoil with the oh, I shouldn't have done that whatever I can't remember what he says in that bit but yeah after he kills Mace Windu no he must stand trial exactly Mace yeah. Windu is like Anakin you gotta be fucking kidding me. yeah exactly yeah um, and then the Emperor's like go kill some kids why okay, boss. Padme okay fair enough yeah and it just kind of quickly I suppose it could be explained as he's given himself over to the dark side so mm. Mm. and then so that's okay. You've got the lightsaber fight, which is the worst in all the, all the films, I think. The what? The Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so over uh, the top. It, yeah, ground. all the lava jizzing mm. around in the background, and people just trying to do their jobs. <laughs> you see them in the in, in the, it's the mainly suits. droids. Yeah, but um, high ground. It, it's just the. It's kind of it. It's one of those things where it's just loads of CGI happening around them that's completely unnecessary. Yeah. And all the ridiculous balancing on tiny little bits of stuff floating in the lava. Yeah. And the higher ground. Yeah, and the higher <laughs> ground, which doesn't mean anything in a lightsaber fight. It's very much a ballistic weapons thing, isn't it? Higher ground. Like, yeah. 
having a higher well, ground, still got the high ground with with a with a, a melee melee weapon is actually a disadvantage, surely. Well, yeah, because you could, you could just reach up and stab someone's ground. legs. Exactly, you've got to yeah. lean forward and expose yourself to higher ground. Is, is only worthwhile if you've got like a, a say a ballistic weapon where you've got more of a target to shoot at. Yeah, don't go into too much detail about this because we'll get all the. Uh, like the military historian enthusiasts <laughs> all worked up and they'll Tell, start telling us how wrong they'll start robbing their pikes at us. And finally, what you've got with this is the birth of Darth Vader. The final nail in the coffin of Darth Vader used to be really scary. What yeah. happened? Well it took you know, it took until Rogue One came out to make yeah. him scary again after this. More on Rogue One a little bit later. Mm. Um and yeah, so it's uh not a good film. But maybe the best of the trilogy. Maybe. Yeah, I think the overall the overall plot is sort of satisfying, but the way it gets there isn't. Yes. Um there are some there are some cracking scenes in it. The Order 66 stuff's awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, d- despite how poorly those characters are fleshed out, it, yeah. it does sort of have some impact. Execute Order 66. How they got there more than anything. Like is is rubbish, but then the moment when because they've, they've just trusted these droids. Yeah. And they've got to know them to the point where Commander Clones. Cody is friends with Obi-Wan Kenobi and this one thing goes off in his head all of a sudden and yeah. tries to kill him. I like that. I, I do like than... so many of the fan spiral. I, I'm going to give a bit of credit on mm. some of the fan... Well, maybe not fan fix, but you know some of the comic spin-offs and some mm. of the fan films where they explored the Order 66, how... Maybe not all the clones uh, obeyed the orders, how some Jedi might have uh, survived, and then you get the subsequent purge. And that's been. Mm. Some people have done that to a level that is still better than Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I'm sure I saw and one that's like. The um, there was like one detachment of clones who were sort of out of range or something, mm. or in like a communications black spot, and they never got it. So they a few sort, of the commandos. They sort are... of they came back, and this has all happened, and they managed to like get that conditioning removed from their brains, mm. and they sort of ended up joining the rebels and things like that. Yeah, but it's it's general. They don't really go into it, but it's not like I I never thought that they were sort of planning to kill the Jedi all along and were just conning everyone. They were doing what they thought they were doing, and then they get this order, and it just triggers something in their brains yeah. that, like, they're pre-programmed. That's kind of what I was assuming as well. That, that's always what I thought had happened. Because mm. that that makes more sense. Yeah, definitely. Because also, Jedi would be able to detect that sort of duplicity. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, should we do the, move them on, move on to the next film? Prequel's done now. Yeah. That's oh, quite... one last thing: General Grievous, massive wasted opportunity. Massive wasted opportunity um, doesn't go into any detail about how he, what, he. Why is he coughing? Yeah, he's a droid. Yeah, why is he coughing? Um, and it's all because he's injured. He's injured in a fight with Mace Windu, isn't he? In the yes. Clone Wars cartoons. Yeah, he's amazing in the Clone. Well, yeah, I, I think with the Clone Wars cartoons came out before the film. Yeah, and Grievous in that was terrifying in yeah. this children's cartoon yeah like you, he takes out shitloads of jedi yeah there's a great fight scene where like wave after wave of clone trooper going up against them and he's just ripping them to pieces yeah, yeah, yeah. um uh, but then yeah he shows up and he's in the film and he's limping coughing wearing yeah. a cloak 
that makes him look like a librarian. Yeah. Uh, and talking in a really weird way. And none of that is explained. It's not explained that he's not actually a droid. No. But he's called, he's like the leader of the droids. So yeah. you assume he is one. It's the whole Jessica Rabbit thing. Yeah. Like, and then why has he got a heart all, this, all of a sudden? Yeah. But um, and yeah, he, he he doesn't really get to do anything properly scary in, in, in the film. No, I am not. I quite like his fight with Obi-Wan though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except uh, I've been trained by a Jedi Master, Count Dooku. And Count Dooku's obviously taking the piss and going, just spin him really quickly. <laughs> just like look like look like a look like a prop plane. Um that'll do the trick. Um so yeah, I I don't it might be better than Attack of the Clones, I might give you that one. I mean it's significantly better than Attack of the Clones. It's two films better than Attack of the Clones. Let's move on. Number six on our list, Force Awakens. That's where I had it as well. It's where everyone's had it, I think. Um, I think that's about right. It's not as good as the, the originals. Um, of it is. All... I, I want to stress that the difference between 7 and 6 mm. is huge. There is a massive yes. gap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, you know... These are now like there's no bad films anymore. No, I I don't think there are. No, th- this is this is the equivalent of the Marvel films, except for uh, one third of these are bad films. And <laughs> when we said three films in the Marvel universe were bad, that's that's considerably less. It's one like twelve, maybe fifteen. Yeah. But I would say you could not watch the prequels, and then you'll be still fine. I think you'd be better off. Yeah. Your life yeah. is definitely better. Yeah. There, there would be a couple of references you wouldn't get in some of the newer films. Like, there's one in Rogue One, isn't there, when um, General Organa turns up. But that's about it. I didn't really why, why, so pick what, up on... Why would the prequels be a problem with that? Because, well, as in, if you didn't watch the prequels, you wouldn't understand that um, Jimmy Smith was... What's-his-face Organa? Yeah, Bail Organa. But you still knew that she was Leia Organa. Did you? No, yeah, did, yeah, did, I know. Did she ever get called Leia Organa? Uh, yeah, 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 you understand that. What I'm talking about is uh, Bail Organa is in the prequels and he's also in Rogue One. Oh, right, yeah, but that, that's like... That's the minorest of minor prods, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I fucking love this film. Yes, me too. it is... It's a remaster of A New Hope, yep. basically. It's It's bigger, with bigger Death Star... Mm-hmm. Which is what it should be called. Colossal mistake, as I, I don't know. Yeah, guys, big round thing. We feeling it? Oh, it's a bit unoriginal, Steve. What's he blow up this time? Systems, not just planets. Whole systems is crazy. None of that makes any sense. Yeah, but it's. Like, it, I know it's, it's a science it's fiction also, movie and they, it's like ridiculous, hmm. but it has to at least feel consistent with its own rules, what? and that whole thing doesn't. It's a gun hmm. that can shoot faster than light but yeah. you can watch it from anywhere in the universe yeah uh, oh, it just the these are my three problems with that film okay so it it yeah that some of some of that doesn't the the super weapon is annoyingly shit yes they destroy the republic and you don't care yeah because you've seen nothing of it you've seen none of the characters and all that scene does is make the threat to the rebel base with all of 30 people on it yeah. feel more severe, despite the fact that untold billions of people and the government of the galaxy have just been destroyed. 
Yeah, but you you don't care. You, you you've not seen any of it. Um, and also, when Han gets killed, Chewbacca should have gone fucking feral. Yeah, and like become just an insane force of nature. He should have come out of there like with just stormtrooper innards dripping off of him. Yeah, first order trooper. He is remarkably calm. Yeah, considering he, what he just happened. shouts and and shoots mopey tits in the side. Yeah, you know he. <laughs> I don't think that was in. I don't. I think that was serving the character badly because his whole thing is that he owes a life debt to Han. The entire purpose of his life is to keep Han safe. Yeah, until Han dies of natural causes because he got old. So, uh, so you know that happening is the worst thing that could possibly happen to Chewbacca. Mm. And he's, he should just go completely insane and berserk. I would... I hope at the end of this... And I know it's going to end with a big fight between Ray and Kylo Ren. But I really hope... Is it going to be a fight or is it going to be a big fuckfest? I, I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I want... Is it going to be a little bit of one, a little bit of the other? I want Chewbacca to get the last shot in. Like, I think that is... In terms Hang on, of what? Do you mean last shot in a fight fest or a fight in fest? In the fight fest, <laughs> yeah. I think both would probably kill him, to be fair. So, <laughs> but um, I, I think, yeah, like I want him, I want Chewbacca to get his revenge, Just claw his throat out. Yeah, something. something like that. Yeah. Um, maybe there's a scene where Ray's like, "I can't do it, I can't do it," and then all of a sudden you see Chewbacca just come in and rip his head off or something like that. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't like that. Um, <clears throat> I don't like what it does to Har- Harrison Ford, to Han Solo's character arc as well. So throughout the original films, he's gone from only caring about himself to being the general of a general in the rebel army. Mm. Okay. Um, his character arc ends very, very well with him becoming a good guy. His debts are paid um, and him and Leia getting it on. So when we see him in Force Awakens, him and Leia aren't together. They've had a kid who's a problem, um, which is fine. I quite like that aspect of it. Um, but he's he's gone back to like roguish ways, and it doesn't really resolve. He does a selfless thing at the end, but it, his character arc was solved. It was done. Yeah. And yeah. I liked that. I know what you mean. Mm. So and it's, kind of, it, it's sort of difficult to just have him with like, oh yeah, yeah, everyone's happy tree friends. Yeah, but it, it's like they just pressed a reset button on him. Yeah, because he's basically the same as he was at the start of A New Hope, but a lot older. So they fit that arc into one film, which seems like there's no time for him, the whole him and Leia thing to happen. For starters, and yeah, she could have done with more than one scene between them. Yeah, definitely. Um. And I kind of think it's a real shame that that there's no there's no moment in this trilogy where it's Han Solo, Leia, and Luke, um, which would have been nice at some point. Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying don't kill Han Solo off because it's one of the most effective things. That's one of the things that's caused me the the the, the biggest emotional reaction in a cinema in a long time. Mm. Yeah, I think um, also it was it was con- like he wouldn't have done the film if he hadn't died because he wanted no. to die. He got paid a lot of money for that one film. Yeah. Um, on the plus side, all the new characters can hold this franchise, can oh, carry yeah. this franchise. So, um, 
I love the, the I love the spin-offs of the little cartoons of emo mm. uh, emo Ren yeah. and uh, him and what General Huss 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 Hux. Hux. Yeah. Uh, I just love that. I just tapped my sulky... microphone slightly. Did you hear that at all? Did that come through? Yeah. It did. <laughs> it was. It was just like that. It was only a little. <laughs> it was quite a thunder. Dunk. He's making uh, a comment about the shock mounts that I've got on them now. <laughs> I actually wasn't. But yeah, we're, we're fully shock mounted up here. Which, I don't. What are they? What are they meant to do? Those so, things. like, if you hit the table, you can't hear it on the microphones. If you lightly <laughs> tap the table, prick, you can't hear them on the microphones. All right. How does it work with opening bottles of iron brew next to the microphone? That won't affect anything at all. That's... You got iron brew? Yeah, yeah boy. Um, so, yeah. And we, what we learn from these is that, that these characters can carry the franchise. We don't need the original characters in, in it. We don't need... We need the Millennium Falcon. I'm quite happy to have that. Um, we find out that R2-D2 is a bit of a bitch in this one as well. <laughs> Just shuts himself down. Causes a lot of problems. Um, we all fall in love with Poe Dameron, obviously. Yep. Yep. Man, I'm in love yep. with Poe Dameron. Uh, which leads me... I was going to throw in a t- few top fives like we did um, for the Marvel. Oh, ones. okay. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so in, just in no way throw, throw it on now. us like this. Why don't you? So we have no time to think of this. It's an easy one. You've been planning on this. No, Russ, no, 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 why no, no. Does he, all, he does this all the time. <laughs> it's he an easy one. He's like, I've got, I'm prepared because I know what we're going to be doing, but I'm not going to tell you. No. It's an easy one. Top five. Pilots. Top five pilots. Wedge. Wedge is definitely in there, Dameron, right? Dameron, Wedge, Porkins. Porkins? Okay. <laughs> I got have Porkins. Here's what I'm going to say about putting... <laughs> it's harder than you think. Because you've got Poe Dameron, you've got Wedge, you've got Darth Vader, you've got Luke, Luke. Skywalker. Are we, are we talking pilots? Ray. Are we talking people who have flown a ship? Pilots. But, but, the, but the, if, if they were to have a pilot contest... I don't know what that would involve. Because, like, I mean, like, Obi-Wan's flown a, flown a ship. But he was rubbish. He's, he's not a pilot. Yeah, but he wasn't very good. He wouldn't make this list. Mm. Whereas Ray's very good. Darth Vader's very good. Or Anakin's very good. Yeah. Um, See, but if, the problem Scar- is, if you say Vader, that means also including Anakin, who's a dick. Yeah, but he's a good pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke's a good pilot. Because he can hit a womp, uh, womp rat. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, he does blow up the Death Star. That's pretty impressive. Um, and then you've got Poe, who's a great pilot, mm-hmm. Wedge, who's a great pilot, and Han Solo, who's a yep. great pilot as well. So there's a good six or seven. I would there. actually say Lando's so Lando. actually an amazing pilot as well. Like Lando's Lando. a great pilot as well, yeah. You know, he flies the it's Falcon just got into a bit the second Death Star. Yeah. What did you say, Duncan? Sorry? It just got a bit too close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's mm-hmm. Wedge 1. Wedge is my favourite pilot. Poe 2, Han Solo 3, mm-hmm. Ray 4, and then Vader 5. And that means Luke's not in there. Orlando. Luke doesn't, you don't actually really see, apart from the whole blowing up the Death Star thing, you don't really see mm. him doing any fancy flying. No. And he, and he does crash in Dagobah. Yeah. Yeah, he can't fucking land. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I like Russ's Porkins. Way. I think Porkins. You want, you want Porkins in there? Porkins is in there. That's Porkins fine. is in there. <laughs> um, okay then. So yeah, more about Force Awakens. It, who is it? Isn't it like Celia Imri or someone who's a who's a random pilot? Who's that? Very famous actor. Like some of the 
some of the extra mm. pilots ended up going on to have sort of quite successful acting careers. But yeah, yeah, basically just extras. Possibly, yeah. I can't remember who it is. Someone like that. Anything more on Force Awakens? I think Kylo Ren's fantastic in it. One of the, the best, most compelling villains we've had in a Star, Star Wars film. Yet. Yeah, I think just a lot of the things that people bitch about with Force Awakens I quite like. Yeah, same so, with Last Jedi, by the way, when we get to that. I don't I don't have a problem with Rey. No. I think Kylo Ren is, is really good. Yeah. And he's by, he is probably the best actor in the whole thing. Yes, possibly. Um what else do people moan about? I mean, you know, it's got women in it. Yeah, the nostalgia thing I'll as well. I'd probably be okay with that. Um, that um, it, it heavily focused on nostalgia. Welcome to every Star Wars film yeah. now. Because they will all have something that will... Yeah, I mean, that's something that's going to appeal more to people our age who have grown up with it. Yeah, definitely. If you're young, you don't care about that. But, you know, no, that is fair enough, I suppose, but... It's it's always going to be something that, that we like. This is massively out of date. <laughs> September 2017. Can Iron Brew actually I... go off? Mm, no. It's gone very flat. <laughs> yeah, well, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, Do you want the rest of this one? No, I'm good. You have it. It's fine. Uh, I've got water. I should drink the water anyway. Um. Okay, so moving on from Force Awakens. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have next on the list Return of the Jedi. The, really? The ginger stepchild of the tri- the original trilogy. I had this one up from here. Mm. It is four on the um, public poll. That's, with... That is where I had it. Mm. Um, and Force Awakens was six, by the way. So. so, let's cut to the chase. The biggest issue with Return of the Jedi, the biggest issue that anyone has with Return of the Jedi, can be summed up by one word: Ewoks. Ewoks. Yeah, I like the but Ewoks. Not... I, I, I don't I like, think there is like any them. defense against the fact that they are fucking terrible. You can like them, mm. but I think you have to acknowledge that having a bunch of Fucking teddy bears come in to save <laughs> to save the day by fighting off the incredibly advanced weaponized military is is a bit shit. Also, we're just going to gloss over the fact that they eat people. <laughs> yeah, they eat people, but people are just an animal to yeah, them. They, so, yeah, I'd have a problem if they ate Ewoks. Yeah, True. I don't mind them eating people. Yes. Well, I'm gonna. I mean, yeah, I didn't mind. I mean, of the three it's sort of got of the three originals it's got that it sort of is star wars just finding its complete strike i mean it completes the story but you know you've got you've got all the budget you've got all the different spacecrafts i mean you get a wings there you get b wings which are awesome and then uh but yeah when people go you know ewoks would never do that you go yes i know but they are losing at one point mm. they are losing quite heavily yeah. and then Chewie just happens to manage to get an AT- uh, ATST and swings the day because he's Chewie. There should have been more scenes of like Ewoks crying over the charred remains of other Ewoks. Yeah. There was a few of them though to be fair. No, but it should have been like thousands of the fuckers. You, you really hate the Ewoks, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> I think you just you go, uh, they're children's films. Yeah. So, you know, 
it's it's okay, but they are I mean, they are rubbish. I like the um, the reversal of the "I love you, I know" line when they're by the door. Thought that was quite cool. That's a nice little moment. Yeah, uh, speeder bike chase. Yeah, one of the most iconic scenes from the whole the whole shebang. <laughs> the most dangerous way to get around that planet. Yeah, <laughs> but it's couldn't think of a worse way to do it. So many options. We've got all these spaceships that can go... They seem to be able to fly in atmosphere, no problem. Mm. You could just go, like, above the trees, <laughs> along, and down again. No, no, mate. Supersonic motorbike. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're getting on the bikes. Let's do it. Come on. Come on, let's go now. Go on patrol. Well, 17 of us died, boss. <laughs> okay, let's get on. What happened? Did you get attacked? No, we, we all flew into trees at 400 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, nothing left of anyone but a pair of legs. Also, if I see some rebels getting on a speeder bike, I'm just going to let them do it. Yeah, they're going to be dead. They've never flown one of this before. They're going to be dead in seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Also, why is Jam All Communications the middle switch? <laughs> There's not. There shouldn't be a button for that. <laughs> also, let's... Oh, I've totally forgotten my point. Where was I going? Let's okay. No, yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is a scene I absolutely love. Why some of the best, the, the best sound design yeah. ever? I can't do it. But the, the sound of the speeder bikes, yeah, is just incredible. And it's really cool. It's a cool fight. Yeah, and it inspired, clearly inspired the pod race. Yeah. Also, why is three PO their god? huge golden dildo look quite impressive <laughs> yeah so the, I, I i worry about this a lot are, I, are I, you worried I, that they haven't explored the theolo- uh, theological basis of, of the, ewok. the ewok religion enough and and i say worry i mean worry i i lay awake at night thinking so at some point did um a uh, what kind of droid is he again protocol protocol droid uh land on endor and just take over wasn't there a comic that had like an evil protocol droid in it? Yeah. Who was like, couldn't fight or anything, but it was basically just an evil smarmy genius. Yeah. So that's the only thing I can assume happened. Yeah. We should have saved that for searching questions, shouldn't we? That would mm-hmm. have been a really good one. Um, well, save it for the next searching questions. Yeah, definitely. I won't say any more then. Uh, the fight scene between Vader and Luke is genuinely emotional. Yeah, I mean, you, you can only imagine... If you could erase that from your brain and go back and watch it and, mm. and hear the I am your father for the yeah. first time. I mean, it's such a cliche now. Yeah. I mean, that's in another film, but yeah. That floored people at the yeah. time. We didn't know there is another as well. Mm. Uh, the thing is, when he, the, the other thing is, when Luke realises that Luke's his, uh, Luke, Leia is his sister, why didn't he throw up? Why yeah. didn't he just go, oh, shit, what did I do? Blah. Okay, Luke, just one more wank. Yeah, I bet you can see a little quiver in his eyes. Like, I tugged it so many times. <laughs> one more. That's okay. But oh, then after Jesus. that, after no the, more. After the sail barge, I was pounding it ten times a day. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Yeah, if, if if you could probably go back and change one thing, if this was a modern day film, you wouldn't have Princess Leia as Slave Leia, potentially, as well. No, definitely not. Um, and rightly so. And um, even though she looks amazing, obviously, 
she didn't, didn't yeah, sound like she was an amazing amount of comfort. Twenty-two-year-old Carrie Fisher in a bikini. Of course, yeah. she looked amazing. But exactly. It's not very. It, it, yeah, it would. You just, what you have to do there, love, is just lie around looking helpless until a man shows up. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Well, she does. She does have the success where the other girls don't of choke because she is on the barge and not in the palace. She manages to choke. Uh, Slugman. Yeah, she Jabba. kills Jabba. She kills Jabba, yeah. There's a That's lot of cool. question marks about, guys, what is the plan there? Yeah. You're all <laughs> infiltrating this place, but basically just seems to be waiting for him to get executed. It seemed to take a long time as well. Mm. Like, for them to just kind of turn up and just then, uh, well, what should we do? I don't know, Lando, just wear this. That'll be all right for starters. What are you going to do? Nod a lot, apparently. That seems to be his default setting. And then... I, d- uh, I, I did love... Lando coming back in though, and like mm. they've obviously worked some shit out. Yeah, and um, you know he's now stepping up and doing the right thing and helping. Yeah, we and even... being as cool as. I mean, he is one of the coolest characters. I I don't feel like he had a lot of choice after Cloud City got taken over by the Empire. No, that. I mean he does he does sort of do right by them at at the end. Yeah, um, and I think probably Han does kind of accept that he didn't have a choice. Yeah. Um, cool bits. The whole everything on Tatooine is great in that film. I think. Yeah, uh, I like the Rancor. I like the Sarlacc pits. I like everything that happens there. Maybe Boba Fett could have got killed in a slightly more heroic way than the old Laurel and Hardy swinging a ladder yeah. around and then that kills him. Clown turning around <laughs> yeah. with a, with a yeah. fireman's ladder. But does he die? Well, yes. apparently, yes, well, he yeah, does. Yeah, of course, he does, but he doesn't though, does he? So. Um, the the wholesale barge thing. It's a fun action scene. So the bit where it's setting up, like they're they're about to to spring the trap with the lightsaber that comes out of R two D two, and then oh, yeah. that's that's great. That bit is legitimately brilliant. I mean, brilliant. Guys like brilliant. Three PO goes to R two. What are you doing here? And he goes. Well, I can see you're serving drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Duncan. What did you say? Well, I actually quite like how family guy then take the mick out of that because they just emphasize how the nods go for about 30 seconds (laughs) yeah it's so funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a couple of great lines in that um what's the oh look it's another woman i don't like her (laughs) um um, yeah that that's really really funny um yeah the rancor's great been through that fight's great the emperor legitimately becomes a fleshed out character in that film as well um i like the imperial shuttles as ships it's got my favorite ships like the b-wings as ships as well b-wings are brilliant yeah b-wings are awesome they look cool really really like them so uh yeah we're on to then the next film on our list which is uh number four the last jedi the most divisive film uh according to the general public uh, hence why it's at number five. Some people had it really high. Some people had it really, really low. Some people hate it. Is um, it at number four? Yeah, it's number four for us. Yeah. And where, where is it for the general public? Five. So oh, I, okay. I, I did have it the other way around. Mm. So I had Jedi fourth, last Jedi fifth. Yeah, and I don't want anything to take that to take anything away from how much I love Last Jedi because I really, really liked Last Jedi. Oh yeah. Some people absolutely despised it but genuinely there's a lot of people that have problems with films whose opinions i'm happy to just completely discount as worthless 
I, I, <laughs> I'm not even taking the piss there. People that just have a problem with it because the women tell the man what to do. And there are some people whose problem, yeah. that is their problem with this film. I mean, the people, I, fuck off. the people I've spoken to, that's not been the problem. Yeah, uh, People have a very distinct idea of what they think Jedi should be, which is... The lights just came on. Some on lights own. came on and Dan's been stunned into silence. Um, which is fine. People are entitled to their own opinions on things. I think that, personally, I went into it forgetting everything that I thought I'd learnt about Star Wars and accepting that this is something new. So they can Jedi's can do different things. We don't know what Jedi can do. So when Leia yeah. does her little Jedi power thing back into the ship, I was cool with it. I thought it was also, quite cool. That's 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 just pull. Yeah, she's just pulling. Yeah, but she's pulling against a billion ton starship. So of course she's going to move. Um, the film fleshes out Poe Dameron's arc as well, which is good. and it, it introduces some flaws to him. Like yeah. he's he's an idiot. Yeah, he is an he's a hot headed idiot, and he's wrong. In yeah. every, every decision he makes in that film is wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, he, he starts. He's got an arc instead of just being flyboy in the first film, which is what he was, like yeah. the guy who's just aw- an awesome pilot. Yeah, he's just an awesome jock in the yeah. first one. Um, he's obviously been given more responsibility in the second one, and he's made some bad decisions that have got a lot of people killed. Um, which means that um, he is proved wrong throughout most of that film, until right at the end when he realizes that what he needs to do. When he's about to sacrifice pretty much everyone in the um, uh, in those old bombers mm. and like you know the final fight, and then realizes that that's not the way to win this. Yeah, uh, you got to appreciate that. That's 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 some really good writing, I think, as well. Kylo Ren, because he yeah. wasn't. He was originally meant to die in the Tie Fighter crash, he was, yeah. wasn't he? In the first one, but they liked him so much they kept around. So his character wasn't. Like he disappears for the middle act of the first film. Yeah. And like he is just an awesome guy. Yeah. But he doesn't really have much depth to him in the first one. Whereas this this really does flesh him out and it yeah, introduces some flaws. Um Ray is really cool in this one as well. The Ray Luke relationships, really cool, really good, really well done. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously meant to be run parallel to the Luke Yoda relationship. Like, it's a relationship yeah. you've seen a million. The, the cantankerous, reluctant master yeah. and the keen young student is hardly a a novel take, but I think it worked. All the scenes with Ray and Kylo Ren could be really hokey, but they're really but good. They're really done. Yeah, and well. yeah, that is testament to both of them as actors. Yeah, definitely. Um, particularly Adam Driver. He he is genuinely a fucking amazing actor, and he he. He really sells the um, the turmoil that he's going through. Mm. All this emo Ren stuff, like it. I, I think that's a very harsh simplification of of what he's meant to be representing. Yeah, and if he if he was just an awesome kick ass bad guy who was completely convinced that what he was doing was right, he'd be a bit more boring. Yeah, I think that's why Ryan Johnson killed Snoke with so little ceremony. He's not interesting. He's just a new emperor. Yeah, he's, uh, Snoke was a device. Yeah. Um, used to bring Ray and Kylo Ren together. That's all he was. Yeah, and, and he's just—he's just the—he's just, just an old, weird, ugly mm. guy sitting in a chair. So now you've got Kylo Ren being the leader of the bad guys, but he's conflicted and in turmoil and doesn't know if what he's doing is mm. right or wrong, and has no one to turn to for advice anymore. I think that's so much more of a compelling. 
place to be going into the next movie from. And if you think he's been let down by everyone, mm. no wonder he like. So his big thing is um, kill everyone. Like let's just you know, if we kill everyone, we can run this. Um, and Ray's attitude is let's save everyone. And so now Ray's let him down as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So everyone that, that he's trusted has let him down, um, and I think that is setting up for a very compelling battle you know, of wits you know and what? battle I've, in general. What I really like is sort of like that's the Kylo Ren story, but it's the perspectives that you keep on finding out from the of what actually happened between Kylo and Luke, and you keep on learning a bit more, and you get it from mm. each perspective, yeah. and it's Ray picking at both of them to find out what really happened, and then Luke goes, "Yeah, I cocks up," and yeah. it's Luke's realization that. He he made a mistake, but Yoda's like, "Hey, we all make mistakes. You've just got to accept that you made it. It doesn't mean you can't do something else. It doesn't mean that you can't complete it." And Yoda's completely chilled out attitude, going, "Yeah, just burn all the books. Maybe we got it wrong." Mm. Is page that bit? <laughs> it, yeah, it's absolutely awesome. I mean, I do quite like how this has then led off. I'm going to keep on going back to YouTube fan films because i've been watching a lot of them but some of them are really cool and it's like the concept of the i think you get it in some of the games mm. uh but the concept of uh, the gray jedi the ones that kind of use a bit of both so they the gray jedis technically sort of go more towards well they want social justice mm. but they'll use dark side powers to do it yeah mm. uh so and that's kind of what you go oh, actually you could see I could see that because you've got Ray who wants to do good, but she has got a lot of anger. Mm. You, you can tell that she would use the anger, and she does because in Force Awakens, she pretty well beats uh, Ren. In this, she again pretty well beats Ren. Mm. She's, she is that powerful, but she sort of errs on more the, all right, we can probably save people kind of thing. Well, she's a good person. There's, there's no denying yeah. that. Ray, Ray is 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 definitely part of the resistance. Um, so I, the other thing I, I like is we find out about Ray's parents and they're nobodies. And yeah, which which is the only satisfying answer. To should that. be. There are people that really want them to be Obi Wan Kenobi or something like that. But I I'm much happier with the idea that they are nobodies. Yeah, yeah, because it it opens up the force to other people again yeah because so so you don't have to be related to this one guy to be a force user yeah the idea that anyone can potentially be well not not a jedi because they don't really exist anymore but force sensitive in some Mm. way is is really is really cool yeah and yeah i mean why why the fuck why would her parents be i don't know Aunt Beru and Obi-Wan or something <laughs> weird like this. Yeah, no, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it's like the people saying that Finn, oh, he must be Lando's son, because, you know, it's only one black guy. <laughs> Sadly, that is true, though. Yeah. Um, I, um, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I like this film a lot, and I, it gets a lot of hate, um, uh, and I think part of that is down to tone. They don't like the tone of it too much humour in it but then it's quite a dark film they're on the run throughout the whole film yeah but also you know they're, they're knockabout well, action yeah. adventures they've always had mm. com- some of them tried to have comedy yeah. in them less successfully it's genuinely funny um, 
some of them had Jar Jar Binks, yeah. which we didn't actually mention, which is why all of the prequels are shit. That's not why, but he is... Yeah. It is a very big part. Yes, Jar definitely. Jar Binks. I think my the the sort of main negatives I have with Last Jedi would be the the slow chase in space. Yeah. Kind of works. Yeah. All the people with a really poor understanding of physics trying to say how it wouldn't work are, are mainly wrong. Yeah. Um but it it's it is a difficult thing to get across visually, and there is a lot about it that is that is just wrong. Yeah, um, and also just the whole trip to the casino planet. It is overly long. Didn't need the whole bit about them saving the animals. No, I don't know. It just didn't quite. It didn't feel like it fit in with the, the rest of the film. It felt like it was there for two reasons. One, they didn't know what to do with Finn. Yeah, and two, they wanted to flesh out. Um, God, what's her name? Rose. Rose. Is it yeah. Rose? Yeah. Uh, they wanted to flesh out her character. I think that's that's mm. the overwhelming feeling I get. So I did that. really like her, yeah. but that bit didn't quite work. Also, if they can just leave the ship and go off somewhere else, why don't they all do that? <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Um, I yeah, no, it seemed a bit unnecessary, and I kind of get the feeling that's. That's just in there so that it sets up. It's Ryan Johnson, isn't it, the director? Yeah. That it sets up. I get his tri- feeling his trilogy is going to centre around that stuff. The idea. Yeah, also, also, he doesn't really give a shit yeah. um, about Finn as a character. No. Um, because Finn doesn't develop in any way in this movie. No, and that's and sad. And he doesn't really have a lot to do. I, I'm hoping he he's going to have a big redemption in, in, in the third film. Yeah, yeah. Which won't be Ryan Johnson, will it? No, it's J.J. Uh, Abrams. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I love Last I'd, like, I'd love it if the next one spends half of it undoing the last one. Like, Snoke's live again. Yeah. It's someone else. Yeah, and it's all a dream. Mm. Uh, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the cool bit yeah. has to be the hyperspace. Yeah, that's awesome. That looks so cool as well. Yeah. The the what? When she, she oh, destroys Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that is amazing. But again, it's caused loads of people who don't have enough to occupy them on the internet going, oh, if you can do that, why doesn't everyone do it all the time? Because it's a Shut suicide. Because she kills herself and destroys a massive ship in yeah, the process. Yeah, des- destroys the biggest ship in the rebel fleet and yeah. it only causes damage yeah. to the enemy. So don't be a prick. I mean, yeah, like there's all these people, oh, you could take an asteroid and put a hyperdrive on it and all this sort of nonsense. Like they just came up with an idea and it looks fucking awesome. It's a children's <laughs> movie. Just go with it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I like Last Jedi a lot. Number three then, should we move on? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, the fight with all the red guards. is cool. It is amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the coolest lightsaber fights that doesn't have Oh, lightsaber. the lightsaber switching on and off through yeah. the head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, that is something I've always wanted to see happen. Yeah. In a sort of slightly weird way. Not necessarily through an eye socket. But like, there's um, in that Star Wars Visionaries comic, there's a there's, there's a fight between an older Obi-Wan and a regenerated yeah. uh, um Maul. And at one point Obi-Wan has Maul on his knees and he's just holding his lightsaber hilt to his head with his finger on the button. That's cool. Like trying not to turn it on because he yeah. knows he shouldn't do it. And then uh, Owen just blasts his fucking head off with mm. a big gun. It's really 
good. Um, that fight is is really, really, really good from the action, and also it it tells quite a lot of story just as it happens. Mm. Um, also, it was all done. All the burning draperies were real. Oh, really? Yeah, they like reset it every time and set fire to them again. There's this sort of like very thin um, fabric going over it. it. It wasn't CGI. That's really cool. Yeah. Also, probably slightly unnecessary, but it looked looked incredible. It looked very cool. Like I'm glad they did it, <laughs> but um, probably, as you say, a little bit unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know that though. So, just quickly, just the end with the kid and the broom. Mm. That yeah, again, is that anyone so cool. can potentially be yeah. force sensitive. Yeah, got to stop calling them Jedi anymore because they're not Jedi. Just force sensitive. I mean, he that, that kid is obviously not <clears throat> a Jedi. Because no. all a Jedi is is a Force-sensitive person who has been trained by the Jedi Order to be yeah. a Jedi Knight. They're still going to call them Jedi, though. You know that, right? I, I mean, people will. They won't yeah. call them. They won't refer to them as Jedi in the films. Probably not, but maybe. I mean, the whole point of Luke's thing mm. is going. You know what? Fuck the Jedi. Oh, uh, we haven't mentioned Luke um, being shot at by hundreds and hundreds of uh, <laughs> of. Uh, ATATs and and all kinds of yeah. flying things this and perfect sort of plan that probably wouldn't yeah. work. It was just perfect to work against Ren. Yeah, with anyone not so consumed by rage and hatred for this one person would have stopped and thought for a second. Yeah, and gone. There is no way he he just walked out of that without him getting slightly singed. I loved it. It's I'd... so well, but he, he doesn't stop to think even yeah. when they're fighting. Like their lightsabers don't touch. Also, the lightsaber that Luke is holding, he literally just saw get ripped in half. Yeah. Five minutes ago. But he can't, he doesn't stop and think. Also, Luke looks suddenly 30 years younger. Mm. I, I, I didn't notice any of these things until the second time I went no, to see same. it either. And you don't notice Luke's footprints. No. Yeah, he doesn't, yeah, Luke he doesn't has leave no footprints. footprints. He doesn't leave like a trail in the dust or anything. Yeah. But it's all, it's nothing sort of draws your attention to it. There's no sort of close up of. A boot print and because, then he walks past and it doesn't leave anything because you're so caught up in uh, kylo's rage yeah yeah which is actually yeah again credit to the acting there yeah definitely he, he's amazing throughout the whole film he's just bubbling under throughout most of it it is it's very very good mm. very well done uh next up on our list then i mean the film that started it all off new hope it's got to be in the top three it's one it's the third best star wars film might be the second best Star Wars film. I think a lot of people would argue. Um, uh, so I had I had Rogue One here. Yeah, Rogue One's number three in the general public as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of people's argument though was that you just wouldn't have the other Star Wars films without this film, which is true. That that is it, true, but I don't. If you're comparing them, it's like saying, well, you know, you wouldn't have any films if it wasn't for that silent movie of a train approaching a station you, you can't you wouldn't have star wars it's the best film wouldn't have star wars if it wasn't for rashomon so yeah, yeah it's it's yeah i kind of get it but but it, i mean it does get you know it does get credit for setting all this stuff up but you can't just say it's the first one therefore mm. it's the best one um i i mean it's a great film as well let's let's be honest it's 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 cliched now because so many films have done what what it did yeah um, and and used that as like a guideline for a film, so I don't think it gets the credit it deserves to a certain extent for being, 
fairly original at least in uh, right at the time. i'm going yeah. to disagree with the originality because if you point it out it is actually it is literally in the concept of that it is kind of the ori- starts of a good space opera mm. but it is a space fairy tale it is still based on the fairy tale prin- uh, principle mm. it's oh, just yeah, like the uh, yeah yeah the bones of it so are sort in of the, a mixture yeah, of i mean generally the story stories and samurai stories but a bit of world war ii dogfighting thrown in yeah yeah but nobody had seen anything like it the, yeah the, the closest no. you'd seen may have been flash gordon yeah and it's so much bombs. and it is better than that because it i mean flash gordon is very contemporary of the time but it compared to all the other sci-fi out there it was not powdery so you know you've got what is it barbarella uh blake seven and stuff like mm. that and this is different because this is it's a it's better done and for the time the effects are far superior than anything else mm. and it hasn't got that weird soft glow that you sort of get the weirdness in uh flash gordon yeah but yeah i mean it's how i mean just the opening of it okay i yeah uh, it is probably my joint favorite Mm. The t- our top three for me equal in terms of favorite mm. it's just in terms of what is better technically as a film and kind of what grabs you it yeah i'm not happy with it being three but you know imagine at the cinema actually we did we went to see mm. it again because they did it for the what was it 25th yeah 20th mm. anniversary yeah. we all went to the cinema and the effect of that star destroyer you know you've got the wee corvette going pew, pew, Oh, the, the whole and, opening, you know that that the the exterior shot of the the Star Destroyer come over and it just keeps coming and coming yeah. and coming, and Vader's entrance, yeah, instantly, like within seconds, you're like, right, he is the bad guy and he is fucking terrifying. It's it's the tightest of all the films as well. Mm. Like of all the films, there isn't a moment's let up. No, and there's there's no flab on it. There's no yeah. like. We talked about like the Canto bite bit. Like, yeah, cut that out. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, like you know this particular fight here or the love story in this one. There's no sort it's... of big chunk that you could remove yeah. from a new they're, hope. They're not relying on anything apart from you know. It, there's nothing like a pod race or a, a extended, really extended fight to hold it together in the middle. No, you've just got the action all the way through, and of course you've got the be- one of the best hits in um star wars musical history of the canteen music yeah i'm just gonna do that yeah brilliant something else i absolutely just love about it is it it sets the visual language for star wars which is something that's really difficult to do the production design is amazing the the vehicle, not just things like the vehicles and the costumes, but just like little things like there could be just a control box on a wall with some buttons on it and yeah. a screen, and you can tell it's a Star Wars thing, and yeah. it's not come from Battlestar Galactica or you know something else. It it has such a distinctive visual tone, and that was completely set by New Hope, and has carried through every single thing since the the the. The look at like an imperial facility, 
Yeah. You can recognise it a mile off. They're just really simple visual clues, mainly around big fucking pits with no handrails and those, you know, the sort of the, the rounded lines that they sort of have. As... I mean, we're going to get into Rogue One in a second, but the very fact that spoilers, if you haven't seen Rogue One, go watch Rogue One. And if you haven't seen New Hope, why you listen to this? Mm. Um, <laughs> so if um, the very fact that at the end, the end of Rogue One, when you see the corridor, just all you see is the corridor with a rebel walking down it. You go, oh my God, this is the start of New Hope. Yeah, and it's it's just yeah. a stretch of spaceship corridor. Yeah. Which has got to be one of the most commonly used sets yeah. in in movies. Yeah. And there's not there's probably not that many shots of just a nondescript corridor from a spaceship where you can go, I know exactly what that is. Yeah. And you instantly remember where the where the first time you saw it is. Yeah. And it makes so much sense. And I love how even so you've got the um, transport ship and then you've got the deserts of Tatooine, right? And even in those two scenes, which are the first two scenes of the film, it still feels so Star Wars-y. Mm. Like going from um, a spaceship, a relatively clean spaceship to a desert planet. It still feels really Star Warsy. Yeah, like, it, it feels coherent. Yeah, it feels like these two could live in the same universe and I kind of buy it. Um. Oh yeah, New Hope's fantastic. It obviously, I, I can't. I mean, we're talking about Star Wars. You yeah. can't not love New Hope. You got Obi Wan being his Obi Wanist. Yep. Saying so, I mean, and, and just setting up so many unanswered questions that, to a certain extent, might be better left unanswered. Oh yeah, I mean, like if he had just left the Clone Wars as this mysterious yeah. thing that he mentions once, maybe you know, could have been a bit better. And you knew my dad, and as well, and stuff like that, and just like he was a great pilot, and uh, yeah, that all that uh, stuff. Mumble, is, mumble, mumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, he chopped his hand off. Um, but it's just the introduction of Han Solo. Han Solo is probably that is coolest in New Hope as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, but he's very cool. Yeah. Um, you've got. Genuine tension. Please stop. Um, you've got genuine tension um, throughout the whole film. Like they're on the run. Yeah. Throughout that film, uh, they are constantly they they they're harboring harboring fugitives, which are the droids, basically. Um, and they have this great idea of leaving the planet and heading straight towards where they are wanted most, basically, to free a princess. And you're right, it is a fairy tale, but it's a very well done fairy tale story, um, and it's completely different from anything else that was set in space at that point. Well, their mission is initially just to get to Alderaan, yeah, rather than free Leia. But in the end, they sort of—I mean, there are two. Thinking about it, there are two bits that, when I was little watching it, that are terrifying. Yeah. And um, the first one is the sand people. And yeah. You're going. I can't see any movement away. There is something's happening down there and then this thing pops up going and you're like what oh my yeah, god quite and scary, he takes yeah. out luke and you're like oh my god what is that and the the whole get up is terrifying but and really then you've simple got, they i mean go they were the clearly garbage. just guys in a robe with yeah. some some swimming goggles on with lights in them but yeah. they work really well mm. and then and then you've got the garbage monster yeah 
they're in the crusher going to get crushed and there's a monster in there that is which yeah. makes no sense no sense i mean where, yeah. that, where did that thing come from what's it eating yeah <laughs> and at that point we were just happy to see a lightsaber it is a lackluster lightsaber fight there's no denying that oh god yeah and if you go back and watch the actual theatrical version yeah it looks you... awful oh, yeah, it looks totally. really awful and they're the, there's no color in them they're just white and you can sort of see it flickering on and off. Um, but, yeah, I mean, incredible idea. The trench runners, edge of your seat stuff. Like, and Han Solo coming to save the day is, I in my head, I'm always punching the air when it happens. Yeah, it is great. It's a, it's a solid film. And if we'd just had that, then we, I think we're still talking about Star Wars as a classic. The... Um... Always absolutely loved the the quad guns on the the Falcon. Oh, so cool! Yeah, and they, they never really show it in the films, but the way you What's go through sound a, effects a today, ninety Duncan? degree gravity discontinuity, to get, so you're sitting down in that chair, yeah, facing forward, and but the rest of the ship is now sort of behind you, yeah, like vertically. You're you're the the gravity's set differently in in the in the gunner positions. It doesn't, it doesn't really sort of shows that happening. In the, I think probably. They had the set, and then somebody went, this is meant to be on the top and bottom of the spaceship. Yeah. Fall out the chair. Yeah, that's a very good point. It's very cool, though. Anything more about cool. New Hope before we move on? Uh, no, I don't really um, have much negative to say about it. No. I mean, some of the, you know, it's a bit slapdash here and there. Mm. But didn't you always in... want one of those, you know, the little black box droid that is going around? Didn't you just want to remote control one of those? Yeah. Well, then sound effects, apparently. Um, it's, yeah, it's great. They're, they're great. <laughs> Basically, every single Star Wars game has had mouse droids in it that you can blow up at some point. Um, right, let's move on. Rogue One, number two. My favourite Star <sighs> Wars film. So I did have this. I had this at number three. But I've, I, it, it might be the one I've enjoyed the most. Yeah. I, I think I marked it down slightly just because I know that I am 100% the target audience for that film. It, it is made for middle-aged people who like have liked Star Wars their whole lives, It's but, but are now adults. It's not a kid's movie at all. It's a horrific war movie. It's a war film. Um, you couldn't take... A ten-year-old to go and see it. I don't think it's just it's just horrible. I don't think you're giving it enough credit there. I don't know, but believe yeah. me, I love it. But like that's I sort of consciously sort of marked it down a little bit because it's so narrowly focused on that, which I, I don't think is a bad thing. Mm. But I don't, broadly, it's not as accessible a movie, and also you have to have done your homework for it. I think it's 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 a tight film. Is what I like. Um, I. One of the biggest problems I have with Alien Covenant is that it came out the same year as Rogue One. Yeah. Um, and they, although they are very different films, they are trying to achieve the same thing. They want you to give a shit about these people um, that are going to die. And, and in one of them, yeah. they succeed. Yeah. And in the other, they don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I rewatched Rogue One recently, and I wasn't going to bother, but... Uh, I was about to edit a podcast and I just the trailer just came on. I was after what I've watched something on YouTube, <laughs> and I felt myself welling up and the hairs on my back, back of my neck standing up. And oh, it's so good! It's such a good film. They 
genuinely make you care about characters you've never met in the Star Wars universe before. Um, and then they destroy everything because they yeah. kill them all. And it's the ending alone is is beautiful and sad. And it's you genuinely you want you want you keep thinking, well, a ship's going to come down and pick them up. They're going to make it out. Of yeah. It. Something's that would have ruined the film if that had it, happened. It would. Yeah. It would have done. Yeah. I, I think they all, they must have. I think I've heard an interview with Gar Jennings, and he was like, "I always." thought that disney would make that happen yeah that like you know my my ending was going to be turned away but you know it just get, kept getting further and further and nobody said anything and then we were sort of shooting it and nobody made us shoot alternate versions and yeah you know they realized that they were going to be able to get away with it it's a fan fiction film as well oh completely have you seen yeah. the footage of of him directing x-wing he, comes down boom he looks like a five-year-old <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's been let onto the set <laughs> it's amazing um and the whole they know it's a suicide mission like everyone that gets on that ship yeah um introduces um Charut, isn't it is the guy with oh the yeah gun. Uh, and Charut's imri and no he's the he's the guy with the stick because the gun is Baze something yeah. Baze yeah. blaze something like that two of my favorite star wars characters now i don't know the names apparently but, yeah. br- but they're brilliant because it's, it's opening it up again yeah. it's sort of showing you how much bigger and the the sort of the people that this affected on all levels it's it's so much bigger than those people sitting around the holo projector yeah. making decisions on the rebel cruiser Sharuk could have been a character what it also what it also does is it expands on it, it is one for the the nerd yes. as it were the star oh, wars oh, yeah, yeah, who definitely. has read the extended universe knows that a kyber crystal is important to a lightsaber but you don't really get kyber crystals mentioned oh, I, I suppose in the prequels mm. you might do but you know in none of the uh, originals you get no. really kyber crystals no, I mentioned I mean, I and then if... suddenly they are yeah. central to the whole thing mm. and they're the thing that makes the death star possible yeah and you get the idea, and it really properly introduces the, how vast the Jedi religion was, hmm. the importance of the temples, how far it's kind of fallen since. And sort and of the way that they were that, seen by people who weren't Jedi. Yeah. They were kind yeah. of revered as, as, you know, maybe like almost sort of gods. Yeah. And now we're at a and point where... And how some no... people were trained how to fight like a Jedi. It's just they weren't Force-sensitive enough. So... Uh, there are some really good lines in it. The, yes. uh, the droid is hilarious. Yeah. As the I was going to say about Sharut, though, he could have been a character, like going back to the previous conversation, he could have been a character that was set up in the Force and Destiny RPG campaign. Like, you you, 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 could, have, you could set that character up. No problem. What's he got? He's got a staff. He's a bit Force-sensitive, but he's also blind. And that, and yet, he, he's, he's one with the Force, and the Force is with him. Um... <laughs> He's perfect. Every character is different as well. Um, nothing's black and white in it. So um, Cassian Andor's character, he's done yeah. some bad things. And and really, that's kind of what you want from the Rebels. They're Rebels. Yeah, that's a major departure from yeah. the original trilogy, where the good guys are perfect good people yeah. and the bad guys are evil bad people. Yeah. You know, the idea that the Rebel Alliance did some fairly shady shit as well. Mm. And that's something that's touched on a bit in um, Last Jedi as well, isn't it? With the uh, the arms dealer pointing out that 
you know, these these fairly shady criminal types sell to, to both yeah. sides. Yeah. Going, oh, look, here's an Imperial vessel, and then, oh, look, here's a brand new X-Wing. Yeah. But it's, um, it's the whole insurmountable odds thing. I love that in a film. Yeah, and like, yeah. the odds don't really get surmounted. They get yeah. the transmission out, but hundreds of them get killed. Yeah. The, oh, it's so, that star battle is... That is so cool. Yeah. And they know, they're just like, look, I don't care what you do, just we've got to give them more time yeah, and yeah. they're all dying. They're all getting shot, but you get the X-Wings flying through down the shield and, oh, oh so cool. That battle at the end is so good. You see the ATAT, the, the head like rear towards uh, base and it's about to fire. And then the X-Wings fly overhead, dropping the bombs. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, he's just shot it with his massive yeah. rocket and he like, it's about to be a big Ray moment. Yeah. And then it just goes, yeah. And points back at him. Yeah. It's and they, oh, they they all die in such heroic ways. It's yeah, it's a bit of a heroic death competition. Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> oh, you think that was noble? Wait till you check this shit out. I think I think Baze Baze wins though. They're just walking to the just thing. walk slowly towards yeah. them, mowing down hundreds and hundreds of stormtroopers, and with the force yeah. protecting him for that just as long as he needs it to. Yeah. Um, and then you can't not talk about the ending as well, with uh. Darth Vader, and they made him scary again. I mean, they made him terrifying again. Yeah, he's unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, still completely true to the character. Yeah, just slowly advancing. Yeah, but you can see the like the hope just drain out of the the people that are in there. I love so he's he starts deflecting a few shots with his hands and with the lightsaber and stuff, and then he's just had enough and just pulls all their guns off them. Mm. And at that point, they're hammering on the door, and then it leads straight into New Hope, which is cheesy as fuck. But I just don't care. It's so good. Yeah, I mean the the, little, the bit with Leia at the end. Hope I, I don't have a problem with <laughs> no, it. Me it. It earned it, I think. Yeah, it is, and also that you do get. I, I mean, I sort of had a wee bit of an issue. I was like, um, no, maybe not. I could. I it was something I could live with, and it adds to it. They needed it, hmm. and I also actually quite enjoy the Tarkin. Yeah, they I mean, have him in. Yeah, and it's it, it, very well done. It didn't it's probably look as good perfect, as they could do. But it's it's the best of that that I've ever seen. Yeah, it is. It isn't perfect. You can tell he's not real. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I just think I don't think it's really possible to do to completely fabricate a human face no. and make it act and emote. It, there's so many variables. I am, um, you know, human beings have evolved over millions of years to be very good at telling what's a real face and what isn't. Yeah, yeah, it's very it, true. It is insanely difficult, and it was it's the best attempt I've ever seen at anything like that. I um, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. I love. I can rewatch this film over and over again. I'll always cry at the ending <laughs> with Cassian and and Jenna. So. Uh, I was expecting reasonable amounts. Like the trailer really does make it look like it's going to be a great film for starters. Yeah, and which is a good sign because what it means in this instance is that they've there's there's plenty of footage in this film to make a good film, and that they, they I, do that. One other shout out for us, Whitaker, excellent chewing the scenery again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant in it. Also, just found his niche role, which yeah. is going right i'm actually going to be this retired wizened old warrior such as he was in 
uh, ghost dog samurai. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to die in the end, just like I am in Black Panther. Yeah. Rogue One, his character is de- basically the same kind of thing, flawed, yeah. but wizened and learned from it as he is in Black Panther. And he's ma- he's wonderful. He is just so good in it. I love the whole, just... the whole birth of the rebellion thing in this as well. Mm. Which yeah. is they're like, we don't really want to get involved because we're kind of safe at the moment. And then just this small group that go, no, this is this isn't going to end very well if we don't do something about it right now. Yeah, it's it's a great film. It's and and I I think if this is the best we get from Disney, it's all been worth it. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be. I mean, I haven't seen Solo yet, and the Boba Fett one doesn't exist yet. But I'm pretty sure that out of the Star Wars stories trilogy, this is going mm. to be by far the best one. Yeah, I would be very surprised if they if they bettered this. Number one. Yep. Okay, number one then is uh, well, it's the film that's left. Empire Strikes Back. It's unsurprising that this yeah. is number one. Really, let's I think there would be a bit of a problem if uh, if it hadn't been. Mm. Uh, this is the correct answer that the guy I was on the course with. Um, gave I said there is no right answer but that was the right answer it's number one on the public poll as well well done public yeah woo after in theatrical cuts public voting like Rogue One one of the worst films what are you thinking now everyone yeah they got a few people but but I mean I I do get that like if you're 20 hmm you might not buy into Rogue One as much as we do. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, because they didn't play Dark Forces. And I think I think Russ makes an interesting point, which is you have to be a Star Wars fan to enjoy Rogue One, but not just a, like you have to. I think you have to be a certain age to enjoy it, and that's not just saying oh kids are stupid and they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, yeah, if you're in your early twenties now, your original trilogy is the prequels. Yeah, and a film that does the same as Rogue One does with them, you might have the same reaction to. Yep. Yeah, um, I agree. So I, I just think you need to be in the right niche to fully be targeted by it. And and we absolutely are. Yeah. Yeah, no question. But you know, you couldn't yeah, if you're if you're a bit younger, if you're taking a kid if you want a film to go and take a kid to, it's shit. Yeah, yeah, it is that definitely. It's not a knockabout children's film, which is what these are at heart. Solo would be a better film to take a kid yeah. to. Put it that way. Uh, well, Empire Strikes Back anyway. Number one, it's the best Star Wars film ever made. Yeah, uh, there's really not a lot wrong with it. No. The Hoth sequence, probably, it's just about the most iconic yeah. sort of it's thing. It's terrifying as well. Yeah, it's, it's impending doom again. Yeah. they. Um, they're, it's an unstoppable force going up against a very small group of people who've just been found out, basically. Uh, it, But at the same time, ties a lot of really genuinely funny humour into it. Mm-hmm. The whole stuff with the Millennium Falcon and Chewie just trying to fix it <laughs> is brilliant. The relationship between Luke, Leia and Han Solo is fantastic as well. Mm. Um, with some of... It's, it's got the best script of of any of the Star Wars films. Well, that's because a certain someone didn't write it. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything hokey in it is only hokey because it's been aped so many times now since Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. The, no, 
I'm your father or whatever the real line is. I can't even remember. Uh, it's it's just I am your father. Obi Wan never told you about you. Yeah, ki- yeah. I know you Tommy killed was, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am your father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah, it's been eight so many times, and that's why that now seems hokey. But at the time, hmm. not that I remember it, but the first time I watched it, genuinely shocking. You do not see it coming. Yeah, I, d- I don't really remember the first. There's a big bit of a an annoyance. I don't really remember because they were like on. They used to be on ITV all yeah. the time. So like, I don't really. I think I used to sort of. I'd see them like in bits and never be quite sure which one was which. So I mean, I sort of had seen them many times before I actually ended up getting them on VHS and actually yeah. properly watching them as individual films. They're on the run the whole time as well. All the way through that film, they're on the run. Yeah, and like shit goes really wrong. Yeah. So they they think even when they think they're safe, they're not safe. Hmm. It's so good. It's such a great film. Boba Fett is a great. Uh, is also it's a great introduction because he is a terrifying looking cold bounty hunter, and obviously there's been many kind of spin offs. The comic series of Boba Fett was very good. What Robot Chicken do with Boba Fett is hilarious, um, but the the him just pursuing Solo uh, <laughs> all the way across is is just wonderful. My my opinion on Boba Fett is the least the less you do with him, the more scary and cool he is. Yeah, it's so good. I don't need to see a prequel. I I he looks he's cool enough. You, he's cool oh, in yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Like he's he's gonna I, I don't, like they changed his voice yeah and oh, I don't know you um the little jokes in there as well like when um Vader is obviously desperate to find Luke um to the point where he's hired bounty hunters right um, and it, you know he probably gets a uh, a discount on them because he uses them quite a lot I'd imagine but <laughs> there's the bit where he just turns to one of them and goes no disintegrations. It's like, <laughs> I know you really like disintegrating people, but if you could not disintegrate this guy, yeah. that would be great. Thanks. Speaking specifically to you here, Bob. Yeah, exactly. We've had some problems with this in the past, yeah, haven't we? Exactly. Um, and the fact that every single one of those bounty hunters now has a fleshed out history, thanks to the extended universe stuff, it's fantastic. Yeah, because uh, it's Bosk and IG88 yeah, yeah. and... Um, What's the other guy's name? They go, there's something they do in Solo that makes me think they might include the IG-88 being uploaded into the Death Star thing as canon. I don't give it away, but it's... Mm. So so there's something they do that makes it seem like... Well, that's that that makes that sound slightly more plausible now in, in the Star Wars universe, so it'll be interesting to see. But I don't want to give anything away about Solo. Um, you, you mentioned Hoth. You introduced Yoda for the first time. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that is, it's a pretty good introduction as well. It's great. It's no. got one. <laughs> it just goes, you know what? I'm going to fuck with this kid for five minutes first. Yeah. That was brilliant. Um, it does, however, have one moment in it that's a bit weird. The, when he enters the cave to battle his inner demons. With and Darth, that's, not, that's that's an iconic part of the. It's film. rubbish. What are you talking about? It's not that is fundamental to Luke's character arc. 
But why? Where does what what makes that happen? Because it's a warning to him. him. If he, if he doesn't, he's so angry. Yeah, if he doesn't, and he let goes go in and he, he knows he's got to face Vader again at some point. But uh, we, no, hang on. It's he's telling him that if he Vader. fucks up his training, he will become Vader. But we don't see anything like it again in that film, in any of the films, and we've not seen anything like it. Do you've got the weird, creepy cave on in um, Last Jedi? Yeah, okay. Ray goes down. In the original goes, trilogy. Do not go Doesn't in matter. there. Doesn't All right. matter. Doesn't Fine. matter. It explains a lot about the force and it, I, I, it's really important that bit. All right. Fine. Uh, Look, looks a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a bit janky is the point. It's mm-hmm. a bit heavy-handed. Um, yeah. The fact that actually Vader whilst Luke is feverish from sustaining his injuries. Yeah. Uh Vader almost turns Luke. Yeah. With the communication whilst Luke is in the Falcon, you're like, shit. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's um, um Yeah. He's uh well he... And Vader is so menacing in that as well, with the whole at the dinner table where it's the Oh, I'll just let you shoot me. Dum dum no I'm having your gun. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah, like he, he once again, it's the the evidence that he's unstoppable, and he gets through a lot of captains in those scenes as well in that ship. As well. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. oh, the two star destroyers almost colliding yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. cool. And you see the executor, and you get tie bombers, you get tie interceptors. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's 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 a great film. It's it's the best Star Wars <laughs> film. It's probably it's a genuinely good film, yeah. not among Star Wars films. So yeah. I don't know how convincing I found the executor uh, being taken out by one A-wing clipping it slightly. No, that's a bit a bit off. I'll give you that. Um, that could probably have been dealt with in a more satisfying manner, but um, yeah, it, it's there's not a lot wrong with it, really, is there? You, you'll nope. be really nitpicking to, to do it. There is one other thing that actually Family Guy do pick up on, and it is that Lando goes away wearing hands closed. That is amazing. Yeah. No, watch and Empire goes, Strikes Back again. Why, why is he do. wearing his clothes? <laughs> I assume... I've never noticed that. I'll, I'll show it to you at the end. It, I assume there's actually probably quite a good reason for it, which is that Lando's had to get out of Dodge pretty quickly and needs some clothes. And <laughs> on the, grabbed hand suitcase. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's on the Falcon and he's... Yeah, put some on. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the list. Um a couple of people gave us more than a list, but I'll read out one of them at least. Do we have any real major discrepancies against the public vote? No. No. So I mean the people the, that listen to this are, are vaguely intelligent. They are all intelligent. We have very intelligent listeners listeners. <laughs> um I would say that the closest we Last Jedi fluctuates. Some people really don't like that film, and some people really love that film. I mean, those people are entitled to their opinions, but exactly. their opinions are wrong. Oh. <laughs> so, Rob, uh, he sent us a very detailed list. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I haven't seen Solo, so you can place that for me, is what he said. <laughs> uh, for starters, uh, from worst to best, Attack of the Clones. Outside of Christopher Lee, it was rubbish. Um, Phantom Menace, only slightly ahead because of Darth Maul, was class. Uh, Revenge of the Sith was the best of this trilogy and probably uh, the one that made the most sense, yep. even though it had to. Um, 
probably one of the most sense sensor. The Clone Wars is next, as it does serve the purpose. So he mentions the Clone Wars, which we've talked about briefly on this. Which oh, is, are we talking the because there's two series called Clone Wars? Yeah, but the you know the one that bridges between um, Attack of the Clones and they both do, I suppose. But the one that the one that we watched, yeah, was yeah, really good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, Clone Wars is next. It serves a purpose. Nice bridge between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Must watch if you haven't. I agree. Uh, it actually sort of goes into what the Clone Wars were. Yeah. Because Attack of the Clones isn't the Clone Wars. No, because it ends with the Clone Wars. Yeah. And that, Become, that's yeah. this Clone War has. Exactly. Oh, we're going to see more of that. Nope. <laughs> um, Clone Wars. And then he says, Revenge of the Sith. Must watch if you haven't seen it. Last Jedi is next. Yeah, Luke is in it. But it wasn't action packed enough for him. Then Return of the Jedi, massively let down by bloody Ewoks. Uh, Force Awakens, a good solid film with a big shocker in it. Uh, Rogue One next, it was dramatic and perfect. Uh, next is Empire, the most Star Wars fans. Ra- next is Empire. Sorry, I'll do that again. Uh, most Star Wars fans rate as the best. Incorrect. It's bloody brilliant and moody film with great reveals, but it ain't anything without Star Wars, which is number one. I mean, yeah, it. Yes, it wouldn't exist without Star Wars, but I don't see that as a good enough reason. I think he's trying to say that he prefers New Hope anyway, which I don't have a problem with either. You're allowed to. (laughs) But it's not. It's it's just not as good as Empire. You've got to let other people have their opinions, Russ. No, I know, I know. But it's got to... It it suffers from the same thing that first entries in anything does. It's, It's got to do all that world building, which is necessary but not as satisfying as just launching and just getting straight fucking into it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. I like it. As I say, it's definitely the one where there's the least... I mean, there's no flesh. There's no fat on it at all. You're absolutely right. That sums it up perfectly. Um, every, we got loads of responses for this, but I really want to say thanks to everyone yeah. that responded to this. We actually... More so than we did the Marvel one. So... The rankings thing. I mean, I think everyone likes making a list, don't they? So uh, you know, there's less. You've got to watch like thirty fucking films to rank the Marvel movies. Exactly. Sort of yeah. A dick would do that several times. Yeah, I could totally watch them again as well. I, I like. I see bits and I'm like, oh, I could watch that again. Black Panther comes out this week. Ragnarok's popping up on Netflix soon. Oh, is it really? Yeah. No, really. I think so. I don't know if it'll be in the UK, uh... but it's definitely popping up on Netflix soon. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that because they, they sent out that picture saying. This film really has something for everyone, and it's just a picture of Thor, um, and then a picture of Thor's abs. <laughs> it does have something for everyone. Mm-hmm. It could just send out a picture of Korg and really confuse people and force them to watch it. <laughs> right, that's it. I think. Um, oh, theatrical cut. They did remakes this week, so I'm going to put you on the spot again. Favorite remake. Duncan, you got one? I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? I quite like the... Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I... I did my... I was on it, and I did my least favourite, which is the Wicker Man remake. I mean, I've not seen it, because why would I? Oh, Jesus Christ, it's horrible. Um, favourite remake? Probably The Thing. It's the one that sticks out for me. I've seen The Thing from Another World, whatever it's called, uh, a long, long time ago. But... But yeah, the thing is, it is a great film, and it's a remake. 
That's all I've got. Um, I don't know. There, there was a couple they mentioned on the podcast that were really, really good. I'm, I'm trying, desperately trying to think of some of them now. I mean, I don't know whether Man of Steel counts as a remake, uh, but... I, I struggle to believe. Hmm. I mean, it's not that really bad. a remake. And and also, it's not really good. But it's, um, it's, yeah. it's all right. Um, um, Ocean's Eleven. Yes. The remade Ocean's Eleven is cracking. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for Ocean's Eight? Uh, yeah. I, I, I quite fancy that. I quite fancy that. It looks well. more sort of knockabout fun, but... yeah. Um, what else? I mean, I haven't seen it. I did quite like the trailers for it, and that was Robocop. I heard that. Oh wasn't no! Don't watch the remake but of that. I, I don't think you. It would have to be a pretty amazing film to be better is, than the eighties. Yeah. Is the updated? Is the newer Blade Runner actually a remake, or is it just it's, kind it's, of like a, a delayed yeah, sequel? A sequel it's a Scarface is a remake, isn't it? Yeah. Scarface. But I, I don't think I've seen the other one. No, that's the problem. I'm like... presuming it's not as good. Yeah. Probably um, not. What else? I love the Carl Urban Dread. Yep, like I, I mentioned know, on the podcast. Is that a, That's not a remake of the Sylvester Stone film. It's just no. another interpretation of the character. But any chance to talk about Dread? Fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, it's brutal, um, but, you know, so it should be. And I, I, I just love the way it doesn't bother trying. Like mm. it was really low budget. Yeah. So you've got this whole like Mega City One, that's gonna be quite difficult to do on a shoestring budget. Oh, it's just doing one building. Yeah. Alright, problem solved. But but and that's what I like about it. The the constraints on that film actually make it more compelling. Yeah. Um as in that, that it forces them to think about ways around it. Uh, to make it a watchable film. That's why you've got things like the slow mo drug as well. For example, yeah, amazing visual. And uh, General Hux is in it, isn't it? Isn't he? Yeah, he's the he's the weird techie guy. Yeah, exactly. Who's listening to um, a Matt Berry song? What? Uh, he's the the theme tune to Snuffbox. Yeah, he's listening to that. Is he? <laughs> yeah. When uh, when he's doing his surveillance stuff. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that got in there. I love it. Well, okay. Snuffbox, Spider- one of the best Spider-Man TV shows ever made. Has That's not true. Redone. It fucking is. Snuffbox is great. But... Snuffbox is a masterpiece. It's not a masterpiece. It's it good. really is. You have to watch it as episodes. You can't yeah. watch the... They're all on YouTube, but like cut up into little bits. But the mastery of it is the way that all the scenes bleed into one another. It's, it's really good. It's so good. Toast of London's better. No, Snuffbox is better than Toast of London. And Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is better. No, it isn't. Uh, it goes it's like Snuffbox, sentence. Dark Place, Toast, but millimetres between them all. Yeah, they are all very good. Is cool. um, the Spider-Mans, are they remakes of each other? I, I, I think Spider-Mans. you need to not include comic stuff. I mean, I think that's... I mean, it can, it, They're all adaptations of the comic, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd, there'd only be a remake if they had broadly the same plot. Yeah. Which none, uh, of, them, none of them do. Then, well, there was the man with the iron mask. That was redone. That was a remake. Yeah. And there was the Count of Monte Cristo, but I actually never saw that. No. So I can't no, that's say true, yeah. that's my favourite, but it looked pretty good. Yeah. What was what was their top one? 
Uh, but they did a couple of different lists. Uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo was in there as well. Like both versions of that film were brilliant. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and then you had Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Which is great. Mm. Don't give too much away. People should listen to their podcast. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's some good remakes out there. They're I quite like the US remake of The Ring. Yeah, that got mentioned as well. It's, it's not as good as the original. No, no, they're both both are very very good though. I mentioned the Fright Night remake, weirdly enough, as well. I really like that. I've, not, I've, never, I've never got around to seeing that, but it really looks good. It's very, very silly. Mm. But then the first, the original's very silly anyway, so yeah, yeah. Um, that's about it. Awesome. Um, so I'll do all the socials now then. I don't know why I said that. Uh, contact us on Twitter at 2MTOOH, on Instagram, which is at TMTOOH, um, and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash TMT OOH, you can hit us up individually on Instagram. That's the one we use most, isn't it, pretty much? Basically. Uh, I'm at McGlugly Duncan. At Seaweed on a Slate. Russ, if you're all right with it. Uh, mine's a locked account. You can't get it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So screw you. You can you can get him through TMT OOH. That's fine. Um, theatrical Cut is Theatrical Cut Pod on Instagram and at Theatrical Cut on Twitter. Um, and that's about it. Yay. thanks for listening it's been a long one guys so I'll lock a load of this out probably <laughs> um, 20 minutes when it goes up yeah exactly we like Empire Strikes Back um, yeah thanks for listening and goodbye bye dum 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 dum